Percy pigs, bro. Percy fucking Percy pigs. Pricks. Are the best Percy pigs. Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Uh, part one, anyway, we're going to do the news in this one. And then next part, we will be talking uh, about our topic of the week, which is The Expanse, our kind of love letters to The Expanse. But if you've... Well, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that one in the next one. This one's going to be news, mostly Xbox news. So if you've got a PlayStation, you probably want to fuck off right now. Not really. <laughs> stay, stay, stay with us. Stay. We need you. Uh, to talk about this, we have Russ. Russ, how are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. And Duncan, how are you? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you, you started that as a surprise. You went, hang on, and then just launched into recording podcasts. I thought we were having a nice wee bit of a chat, and then suddenly this happens. Yeah, I'm fine, Dan. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a surprise <laughs> podcast. Oh, this, this is how Tom does it, so I thought I'd try and uh, bring in the same energy. No Tom tonight, he can't be with us, but, um, you know, he's all right. <laughs> he's off stroking ferrets for the weekend. He is. Oh, we're so jealous. Mm. Like. We said, didn't we? They're hard to get tickets. If the Stroking Ferrets tickets come up, get one for each of us and we'll pay him back. Well, he, said, he found this place on Airbnb that just... It's not a very nice house, but they've got this thing where they fill the loft with ferrets and you just lie on the bed and pull like a string and it... Ferrets. Just thousands of them just, just tumble down yeah. on you. Why didn't he... I just don't know why he didn't invite us, though. It's that episode of... Is it Brass Eye? Was that bit about the people that fight ferrets in pubs? Yes, yeah. <laughs> like, kill a weasel in a second, just kick its face off. <laughs> Isn't it sad how uh, brass eye thick of it day to day? They seem relatively normal now. All that stuff. Was it not longer. It was like fifteen years since Nathan Barley was on, and yeah. it's just all come true. Yeah, Nathan Barley is. I, I I advise everyone to go back and watch Nathan Barley. But it's it's just like. Um, it's it's kind of just like cheery reminiscing now. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, do you remember when we didn't think it was going to be covered in pricks? Yeah, you remember when we thought this was extreme? Mm. Yeah, and now it's just like quite tame. Have you seen the Presto? Uh, what's it? Presto Presto Wick Dick. Uh, oh, there's a whole spoof about. Oh, it's inappropriate behaviour. Uh, public and defending the indefensible hmm. and they're based in america and someone did it uh, put it up just because of the uh, prince andrew yeah issue i mean why well, he done? have really not noticed that he stepped back from um, uh, uh, duties yeah i mean let's not get into the prince andrew thing because you know i've got opinions <laughs> i can tell you how um i don't think uh, that's what I mean, people come to this podcast for no exactly and exactly um, opinions yeah jerry pedophile jokes yeah yeah i think <laughs> what they come to this podcast for is uh nerdy news which i think we should probably kick start now mm-hmm. uh xo19 yes. happened guys did you see that i hate all these things you don't know i do you don't no i do you don't because then awful. we get to do a whole podcast room on... full of sycophantic whooping nutters but you love no, I did not see XO19, but I saw the games that have been announced on Game Pass and I got a bit S- excited. I forgot Russ is a Switch person now. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a Nintendo person. If this was like um, Nintendo Treehouse, 
Russ will be just like sitting is, across. Is that what they sitting. call their event? Yeah, treehouse. Oh, yeah. God, Nintendo can fuck off so hard. <laughs> <laughs> She's always are, getting out the Switch and playing it. They are. I mean, the Switch is great, but I'm not playing any Nintendo they games take, on it. And they are awful, aren't they? Treehouse takes about two hours to introduce like three games, mm. and then it goes coming 2021. <laughs> so it's yeah, they're 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 annoying. Anyway, XO19, a lot happened. Big updates to Project X Cloud, apparently. Um, yeah, which we've been hearing for the last, what, three years? Well, I think they took a step back, saw what's happening with Stadia, more on that in a bit, and thought, let's not do that. Let's Dan, do something are different. you talking with some Percy Pigs in your mouth? No. <laughs> <laughs> I might have been. I've had it in my hand for fucking ages. Um, hang on then. Right. Uh, are there, so, Project X Cloud, adding 50 new games to the service. Including Madden <laughs> NFL 20, Devil May Cry 5, Tekken 7. And there's the project- only been seven Tekkens. Oh, there's been something well, between, I think, as well. This. Tekken Street Racing, Tekken. Yeah, there's, there's lots of like non numbered ones, aren't yeah, there? Yeah. Uh, um, okay, so this, this is their streaming game service, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just so we're aware, guys, Russ is in a cynical mood. Uh, that <laughs> that <laughs> is just my life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, don't get carried away with the hype cycle no i agree i'm in the trough of disillusionment oh my god anyway guys the the most exciting news here uh also learned that xcloud is going to be on windows 10 pcs and oh my god it's going to soon feature support for additional gamepads from third-party controller manufacturers so there's that uh new games coming to xbox uh xbox game pass more on that in a bit you have to excuse. I think we're all a little bit ill. <laughs> um, so if this is a little bit rough around the edges, like more rough around the edges than usual, then that will be why. Uh, Rare is developing a new game. Interesting. Called Everwild. Um, it's, we don't really know much about it. There's a trailer. It's worth a watch. It looks quite good. Very, um, very based around kind of like natural magic and stuff like that. So it looks quite fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah, it's rare as well. Uh, then uh, Don't Nod introduced Tell Me Why, which is the studio behind Life is Strange. So um, it's going to be the first major game to feature a transgender character. And then uh, Grounded was a release from Obsidian, who've just had great success with The Outer Worlds. Uh, it's going to be a first-person co-op survival game coming in spring, mm-hmm. which is not really what you string string with Obsidian, but they didn't announce their um, their first-party game. So yeah. So anyway, yeah, that that's the big ones. The games they announced for Xbox Game Pass, I thought was the most impressive part of this. So let's have a quick look through this then. Here are the games available now for the Xbox Game Pass uh, on PC: Age of Empires 2, Age of Wonders as well, Heart of Iron. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie game, video games coming to consoles. Rage Two, which only came out. A few I'm months sorry. Ago. Does anyone want to play the Nick, the Lego Ninjago movie game? Apparently, there will be people that want to play that. Yeah, some really? people like Lego Ninjago, Russ. But nobody liked the movie, and even fewer people, I suspect, would like the game of the movie of the toy. I think they also disc. And I think Lego, Lugo, Lego are discontinuing the Ninjago toy line. It's yeah. not fucking Lego, is yeah. it? Yeah. Well, of the 120 games on Game Pass, you don't have to play that one. 
I don't play anything. Don't have Game Pass. Oh, for God's sake. Uh, Rage Two. That only came out a few months ago. That's quite cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Remnant from the Ashes coming to consoles as well. The Talos Principle coming to both uh, Xbox and PC. Uh, Tracks, the train set game coming to console and PC. Into it. I'm into it as well. I will play that. <laughs> coming soon. Games that will be coming soon. You ready for this? It's a long list. Okay. Carrion coming to console and PC. Chris Tales, Cyber Shadows, Darksiders 3, Double Kick Hero, Drake Hollow, Edge of Eternity, and here we go. This is the long line. Hope you're buckled in for this one. And Adam, I hope you're listening and I hope you're thinking, maybe I do need to get an Xbox. Uh, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 9, Final Fantasy 10 HD, Final Fantasy 10 2 HD Remastered, Final Fantasy 12, uh, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 13 2, Lightning Returns, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 15. All those Final Fantasy games come into Game Pass. Um, mm-hmm. And rumoured that Final Fantasy fourteen, which they said would never come to Xbox, will be coming as well. Ooh. Uh, uh, Forager. It's one for you, Duncan. Never heard of it, never played it, but yeah, alright. It's 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 about you, Duncan. It's, it's you, you follow you around and you sing uh, Lonely Island songs. <laughs> um, then you got that is not that far from the truth, especially <laughs> when they get with my other Forager friend who Oh, hang on, no. There's there's a there's a couple of us who also like a lot of uh, last podcasts on the left, so yeah. there is maybe a few Hail Satans going out there as well. Nice. Uh, it lurks below, level head, uh, Life is Strange 2, episodes 4 and 5. My friend Pedro. Um, Duncan, when that comes to Game Pass, get that game. It's fucking awesome. And Russ, okay. get that game on Switch. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really good. It's basically a, a tongue-in-cheek John Wick side-scrolling shooting game where, like, you're doing flips in the air and while you're doing it, you're shooting people and it, you just do... It's just incredibly stylish and you're just walking along killing people. It's really, really good fun. Yeah. Uh, Pandemic, which is coming to PC. Fogs, whatever that is. Uh, she Dreams Elsewhere, Skatebird, Streets of Rage 4, uh, Scourgebringer, or Scourgebringer, sorry, Superland, Tekken 7, uh, to Who Lunar Nights, The Escapist 2, The Red Lantern, Red Streams Club, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt. Yeah! You, sh- you should get that. I think you'd really like it. Oh, you reckon I'd like it? Yeah. What makes you think that? It. Apparently there's a really There's cool a card of... game called Gwent on it. There is, yeah. Right you like the sort of squinty little hobgoblin that would be into that kind of thing? <laughs> what, you mean the, uh, the, the best fantasy RPG game. I'm not arguing. I, I I just do not have time in my life for it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So you'll spend your whole time playing Skyrim instead? Yeah, I mean, I must be about 15% of the way through Skyrim. <laughs> I'm further through Skyrim than I've ever been before on the Switch, though. Oh, really? Yeah, because I can just play it in little five-minute bursts. Okay. Uh, Vambrace is a game that's coming to the uh, Xbox Game Pass. West of Dead, uh, Yakuza 0, Yakuza Ki- Kiwami... I'm sorry. West of Dead is a very silly title. It really is. I don't know what it's about. Um, Yakuza Kiwami 2. Uh, automatically coming because they're owned by Microsoft. Bleeding Edge, which is the new one from Ninja Theory. Uh, mm-hmm. Grounded, which we've already mentioned. Microsoft Flight Simulator. Coming to PC Yay. first, but it that, will be coming to console as that well. That is very exciting looking. I'm, I'm in on Microsoft Flight Simulator. So it's the first, bear in mind that Crackdown 2 
crapped off. Yeah. It's going to be the first game that's really actually harnessing the use of sort of server-side processing to kind of handle mm. the vast quantities of data that it's going to be streaming in. It looks excellent. Because it's not just... It's basically Google Earth. Yeah. But then there's like an AI layer on top of it that examines the photograph and goes, right, that's trees. I'm going to render some trees there. That's, you know, that's water. Let's put the highlights and things on it. And the atmosphere is fully modelled. And it, and it works in real time as well, so it picks up weather data. Oh, so my if, God. If you're flying over London and it starts raining in London, it will start raining in the game. And the, like, wind and, and the convection currents and heat and rising and falling thermals and things are all completely modelled in real time. Oh, I kind of want to play that. I mean, I kind of want to play it badly. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, cloud, clouds are actually... Like, clouds have never been cloud. done very well in a flight simulator. No. So clouds are actually going to be like volumetrically rendered and they'll impact the dynamics of the air going over the aircraft. The aircraft are fully, like the the airflow is modelled going over the aircraft so everything handles as it, as it really would. Some of, the, some of the demo videos from it are insanely incredible looking. I didn't expect, I thought we'd, we'd, we'd just drift past Microsoft Flight Simulator but obviously you know a lot about it. So I'm definitely going to have a go at it and oh, really? do what I did with all copies of flight simulator which is fly around chicago three times and crash into a building wow what's i gonna do this deliberately dark can you it's fine oh, if you do it in flight simulator can you it's not gonna lead to anything sinister can i attempt to land it on soldier field uh almost certainly in this yeah yeah i'm gonna give that a go i mean i'll fail because there's nowhere near long enough why don't you uh, you could probably I mean, depending what you're in you could try... probably do it yeah you'd have to have favorable wind a lot of light aircraft you can land like if you do it deliberately you can land them in like 10 meters mm. if you really know what you're doing i mean i'm going to don't be, mind crunching it down a bit i'm going to be imagining um i'm going to be imagining landing it, uh, land it in the Lambert. plane on aaron rogers basically <laughs> like aaron rogers like they're seven points up aaron rogers or seven five points down aaron rogers is lining up for that game winning drive <laughs> you just land a plane on him pinwheel <laughs> A pipe of Cherokee into the back of his head. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> Just get out and go, Go Buzz! <laughs> Run away. Yeah, it'd be kind of like... When I say I like American football, I have often been told that the response has sometimes been, oh, I like that American football film, Last Boy Scout. And go, yeah, it's not really an American football film, though, it's is, not, it? is it? That doesn't happen very it's, often. It's Bruce Willis punching people. Yeah. Film. The, the guy pulling a gun out of his uh, his shorts and then shooting people on his way into the end zone doesn't tend to happen very often. And if if they did, they may possibly call a penalty for it. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, Minecraft Dungeons. Personal foul. Yeah, maybe. If, if it's not called, though, it's not getting reversed. Uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisp, Tell Me Why, and Wasteland 3. Mm-hmm. Game Pass. It's fantastic. I thought, I thought there was Halo Reach. Oh, Halo Reach. So that's the other news that was also announced. Halo Reach coming to the Halo Master Chief Collection, which is already on Game Pass mm-hmm. on the 3rd of December. I really like Halo Reach. I think it's a really I good game. I love it. It's one of my favourite co-op ones as well. Mm. Halo Reach is the dying nobly competition one, isn't it? Spoilers. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Spoilers for this 10-year-old game. Yeah. It's also yeah. how uh, it tells how um, Master Chief gets Cortana. Sort of. I think it is part of Cortana. Mm. What 
eventually leads to Cortana. That's what the end mission is. Spoilers. Never, never found all the lore around Halo all that engaging. You're you're in a mood that's just. It feels like you're just no, trying to push my there, buttons. There's some, there's some good stuff there, but it's just it's it's all very. All the stuff I, about Oni and the UNSC and. I notice you're saying this while Tom's not here. What? Because I'm scared of him. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, okay. I mean, I, oh, I kind of know. understand where you're coming from, Russ. You are entitled to your opinion. It's just, it's, it's got a high bobbins level. Um, there are, there are fucking very few, there are very few documentaries encompassing other aspects of Cortana. I've, I've had a look, but Duncan, I can't find that kind of information. I'm, ju- I'm just going to spell this out. You need to watch less porn, okay? <laughs> They're not documentaries. We know what you're talking about, okay? <laughs> Just, just less you know of it. I am dock, uh, docking. docking. Joke, <laughs> joking. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do, you, Duncan. No, That's joking. the important thing. Uh, Xbox have also announced their Black Friday deals as well. See if any of these, um, the, any of these games. Uh... So most of these are only applicable if you have gold, though, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, uh, Gears Five, twenty nine ninety nine. This is in dollars, by the way. Uh, Modern Warfare Operator Edition, sixty three ninety nine. I'm guessing that's cheap. Uh, Borderlands three forty pounds nineteen. Black Friday deal is it reduced to sixty three dollars? It is yes. For fuck's sake! I mean, come on, that is ridiculous. I'm loving Rust this pod. <laughs> that is too much is, money I've for a game. Ge- I've got Gears Five because of having Game Pass, but you don't own it. Game. At the point. So, um, but nor do I, and I'm fine with that. FIFA twenty twenty nine ninety nine. Still taking up a load of hard drive. Yeah. But at any point, they could say, we're taking it off Game Pass, and then you just lose it. Ah, right. Like the Netflix problem. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly like the Netflix problem. Except the difference is that, yeah, you've downloaded it, but it'll just come up with the thing saying, you, you don't have the license to play this game anymore. And I presume uh, they yeah. will do that with a few games to try and encourage people to go and buy games that are on Game Pass. Yeah, anyway. so they did it because I had KOTOR downloaded for the longest time. Mm. Like, determined I was actually going to play it this time. I didn't, and it went, so... Um, NBA 2K20, 29.99. Destiny 2 Shadowkeep. You just, 20... you just had a load of numbers then. NBA. NBA 2K20. Yeah. 29.99. Yeah. Says all you need to say, really, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's pretty much what I said. Uh, Code Vein, 35.99. Madden NFL 20, 29.99. The Outer Worlds, 44.99. Are you just reading an entire list? Yeah, why not? Why? <laughs> people can go and look at this stuff themselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Pick the best two. And then tell people to go and look at the Xbox site if they want to know the price of every single game in their Black Friday deal. Okay, Russ. It's not interesting. Also, we're not getting anything from uh, Xbox or Microsoft for reading, basically giving them free advertising. Okay, so here's what I'd recommend then. Okay, guys, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's a much more stuff? interesting take. Yeah, okay. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, twenty nine ninety nine. That is good. Bargain. I think, I think even though... I'm never going to play that game again. I think I'm glad I own it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd recommend everyone else can own it, and maybe some of you might actually play it. As soon as, soon as I finish Skyrim, just going to finish Skyrim, like completely do everything. Yeah. Then I'm going to go and finish Red Dead. Just just like that, eh? It is, it is a magnificent game. It's, oh, yeah. It just, it's wonderful. It's one of those ones that I, I understand its place in gaming history, right? I understand what it is. I understand why it exists, and I understand. 
<laughs> He's just doing that to annoy you. He, he uh, picked up the the bag. It in... very quickly became apparent that I wasn't going to be able to do that silently, so I just went for it. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, Red Dead Redemption 2. Russ is going to finish it soon, I'm sure. I don't know about soon. <laughs> After he finished Skyrim, so mm. yeah. And I own it, so you should own it too. Uh, okay, so moving on then. Other gamers recommend? Oh, seventeen ninety nine for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. That game is really good. That, that is one I would definitely recommend. Mm-hmm. So, so get mm-hmm. yourself that. And Gears 5, if you haven't got Game Pass, get Gears 5. It is, it is stonking. It's up there as my one of my favourite games of this year. I'm loving it because it tells me exactly when I haven't played it for a while, I can go in and it'll still tell me, press this button press this button I'm like yeah a lot of people don't like that in games <laughs> yeah but i sometimes like that when i haven't played it for a while and get have to rem- because you know the, the the shoot the reload and uh, melee and stuff like that is sometimes different for different games and nice yeah sometimes so they still have the whole rolling reload thing people what do you mean the rolling reload thing mm? yeah we, we have to active reload oh is that what it's called mm. yes and if you fuck it up you get a little yeah. jam thing i love on. that Mm. That was the brief bit of the first. I did, mm. I did finish the first gears. That was when you got into that rhythm. Yeah, yeah. You do it without looking. Gears was Five like was my second favorite game of the year, mm-hmm. and now it's my third favorite game of the year because Jedi Fallen Order came out, mm-hmm. and it is fucking brilliant. So you've, you've been playing it. I, I'm almost definitely going to get this. Early. It's incredible. It is. I think I might have asked for it for Christmas. So it is a frustratingly hard game if you're not into like Dark Souls games mm-hmm. but that doesn't stop it being fun and Mario Maker 2 has taught me a great deal of patience <laughs> so as a result when a boss kicks my ass I go okay I'll just wait and I'll go back into it and this will be fine uh, when you've had to respawn particularly awkward enemies that's okay as well um, it's just really good it's just a great Star Wars story for starters uh, and also, it plays like a Tomb Raider game with Dark Souls-like combat. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good. It looks fantastic as well. S- story's brilliant. It's a, it's so, this week, I've had a, f- a full experience of stories set in the Star Wars universe that don't necessarily have to be about the Skywalkers. Yeah. So, I, I played Fallen Order, mm-hmm. which is brilliant. I watched The Mandalorian. Because I went to America, didn't I? Yeah, I likewise went to America and watched the first two episodes. Oh, because so, oh, we went together? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What do you think? I love it. It's brilliant, because right? Because it's everything I want from a Star Wars story. Yeah. Not much talking. It's basically a Western. Yeah. It's got that thing that's really cool that pops up at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, Have you seen episode two yet? Yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, and... No lightsabers, no magic boys. Yeah. It's good. So, like, yeah, everyone knows what the thing is that pops up at the end of the episode, but I also don't want to say it just should, in case you don't know. We shouldn't know. say it. We shouldn't say it. No. I, I, is it? Don't what? guess. No, 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 don't guess, because you'll guess right, okay? I no, guarantee I've, it. I've watched Easter egg thingies on, I wanted to watch, try and watch mm, it, and, okay. and, and there was Easter egg stuff on, uh, thingy on youtube and i watched that so i I just got spoilers yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and tom shared a picture in uh was it tom or was it you or the quote of going the face i (laughs) gave my mum when i said Uh, yeah i think it was was tom wasn't it 
But he hasn't watched it though, has he? So I don't know. Anyway, yes, it's great. It is, yeah, Western in space. So far, he hasn't taken his helmet off as well, which I like. Yeah, I think I'm sure we'll get a glimpse mm. beneath the polished helm at some um, point. Nick Nolte is fucking brilliant in it as well. Yeah, no, no CGI on him yeah, at yeah. all. No, no, no. Uh, and um, Taika Waititi is a psychopathic robot. Yes, that was one of my favourite sequences in it as well. Initiating self-destruct. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is he IG? He's an IG robot. Yeah, he's not IG88, yeah. as I confidently said last week. Uh, okay, well done, Russ. You got something right. Congratulations. No, I didn't get it wrong. I said, it would, I said it would definitely be IG88. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, then that. And then um, I watched a great video on why someone loved Rogue One, which led me to watching Rogue One. So I've had like the full gamut of. These ones aren't about the start the, the Skywalkers. These are just about these are just set in that universe, and they can be fucking excellent, and that's fine. Yeah. But I do accept that that stuff is more it is made for adults. The main Star Wars movies are children's movies, and we're old now, and we have to accept that. So yeah, like the you know main movies are never going to be just a a quiet western or a war movie, much as we might we might like that. No, but now, after this next one, the main movies are done, and they yep. can just go off and do other stuff. It looks like they're going to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, maybe another trip to America this week, Russ. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to nip back and watch the watch the next one. Yeah, I think so as well. Mm. I have spoken. Um, Joker two. They're talking about doing a sequel. I mean, I haven't seen it, but from what I've heard, it is a film that painfully does not need a sequel. No, it ends pretty well. It ends. Um, it ends when I don't know. I nearly gave everything away then. So <laughs> it, it ends well. Okay, let's just leave that there. With I the don't. amount of money it's made and the reception it's got, there's no way there wasn't going to be talk about a sequel. No, no, there is that. Uh, Russ, do you want to talk about the new Half-Life game? Well, so this is either the most exciting or the most annoyingly teasing thing that Valve could have done. So it's not Half-Life so 3. I think it's a dick move. <laughs> it's not Half-Life 2 Episode 3. It is a prequel um, featuring... So you, I think you, you play as Alex, yeah, the first non-annoying NPC in the entire history of gaming. Yeah, She is incredible. Uh, and it's a VR-only thing, and it basically looks like you'd need a pretty high-spec rig to actually run it. Mm. It looks really good... And it's apparently a full-length game as well, so it's not one of those silly little sort of tech demo VR things. Um, the, the the video on YouTube looks really cool. I haven't actually watched the... The problem with VR things is it's very hard to get it across in a video, how it'll actually mm. be. Um, yeah, I've watched a few documentaries in VR that just don't really work the same yeah. as uh, regular ones. You can do... So you can do those 360... I don't know if they've put any like 360-degree videos up on YouTube because yeah. you can strap the old... Google Glass thing on your forehead and have a look at it with that. I was just going to play, you may be able to play it. No, you're not going to be able to play it on Google Glass, but you may be able to mm. watch a video mm. of it in 360 degrees. But that still wouldn't really work because it wouldn't be the first person perspective. The only way to really you know, get a demo of something that's VR is in proper VR. So you're going to get VR now? So, no, because I haven't got a PC that could run it. Just get Oculus Quest. What's an Oculus Quest? Is that the, the little box? It's the built in one. Yeah. It's all built into the VR machine. 
That will not be. That won't be. What? How? What? To the thing that goes on your head? No. So it's wireless. But you get a box, but it's like right. So it's, so, all, so it's a PC. Yeah, but it's specifically designed for that one purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This looks like it would need a pretty tasty gaming PC to run it properly. Like, like Oculus Quest, I'm sure. Well, yeah, probably. I'm not going to buy any fucking computer just to play one game. Really? Even Half-Life? If it was Half-Life 3, maybe. But this mm. isn't telling any more of the story. This is gonna. This is doing the Star Wars prequels thing. It's going back and filling in some blanks. There are some very big, very interesting blanks in the, the bit between Half-Life mm. 1 and Half-Life 2. Some extremely interesting blanks. So this is, looks like it's going to be about the rise of the Resistance and... You know the the combine building the citadel in City Seventeen and how they sort of constructed it and things like that. It looks fantastic, though. But you know you kind of know where it's going to end. Mm. It's not going to change much, and it's not going to resolve anything because no. that would have to be Half Life Three. So hopefully, this at least shows that Valve are still making games and are still aware of Half Life and remember that they own it. Do you think this is them putting the feelers out to see if there's still kind of some excitement about this? They know there is excitement about it. Well, that's that's what I would think, but I don't really know why they're doing it. But but Valve don't have reasons for doing things. No, they don't. Stuff, stuff happens because a bunch of people get together and decide to do it. Yeah. True. Very true. So, yeah. Well, new Half-Life game. I mean, this is what they, like, they, they literally have desks on wheels at Valve. Really? Yeah. So if you want to go and join a team, you unplug your desk, yeah. trundle it over to where that team is and plug it back in. Like the, you, It's all self-organising. There's no bosses, no job titles, mm. no project plans, nothing. You just... A I bunch mean, of people get together and they decide to do something. Yeah. I mean, they'd probably be better if they had someone in charge, wouldn't they? We'd... Well, you say that, but as a company, they are making money so fast they can't keep count of it. Because of Steam. Yeah, but they they made Steam. Yeah, no, I'm not I'm not begrudging that. But still, it is, it's, it's not like annoying that yeah. they've gone. Oh, we've got like Scrooge McDuckian levels of money coming yeah, in, yeah. so we don't actually need to bother making anything anymore. Yeah. Um, but you can't really can't really begrudge them. It actually. just feels like they're at a level where they've made enough money where they can go. We control people, so we can go new Half Life game VR. Mm. <laughs> in the yeah, same way, same but way, it could also be that it was easier to write a. A game that fills a gap between two other games, uh, because then you're not having to write exactly a whole. whole oh yeah, it's uh, probably. Oh yeah, almost certainly. Because yeah, you, you know where do. the start is, and in this they know definitely where it's going to finish and lead into. Whereas if doing Half Life Three, it's like, uh, well, we might have to do a bit more. I don't know a backstory, and then they've got to create a whole new ending. Yeah. Um, so it might be an easier thing, story arc, just to write. Yeah, but I, I think when games companies have, like, even the smallest amount of desperation, like, I'm not saying desperation, I'm not saying, like, every person making games should spend their entire life in the studio to make a game, but but just even, like, the smallest amount of struggle to get something created, and I'm not saying it's necessarily a great thing, but... But it does force some creativity on the part of games companies. Rockstar being Rockstar, because they only make games, they are constantly striving to better the last game. And mm-hmm. um, Whereas Valve are like, well, we're fine. We're okay now. We've made a ton of money. <laughs> um, and they don't seem that fussed about making games. 
particularly games that people I think would love. But, but there we go. But there is also the big possibility that nobody would love Half-Life 3 and it would never be as good as people want it to be. Do you believe that? I think it's a real possibility. It's become so mythologised mm. and half you know, people would expect it to be as groundbreaking as Half-Life 2 was. But you can't just magically do that again and again. I suppose the, the other thought is that... <clears throat> I mean, it, Half-Life 2 for its time looked great, right? Oh, it looks incredible, yeah. Yeah, and it still looks good. So I suppose you'd want to get to a point where Half-Life 2 didn't look any didn't look good anymore before you brought out the next thing. Mm, I don't know. Like, it might be that this is a foray into doing a full VR game and it will be the first... You know, if, if they're looking for that level of technological oh, true, innovation. Yeah. So with all the... You know, the physics simulation that came in in, in Half-Life 2, you know, the, the next sort of making things look better is not really where the future is anymore. No. You know, graphics are about as good as they can possibly be. We can't keep up either. So 4K has been a thing for, what, two, three years? Yeah. And now 8K is on the horizon as well. But also, like, you take the very best 4K HDR graphics on something yeah that requires a fifteen thousand pound pc to run it yeah and it's not that much better than an xbox 360 game no really no not really no especially when you're actually playing it and things are moving yeah it looks incredible but like the difference between sort of ps2 era Mm. and xbox 360 era was a vast chasm yeah i mean especially graphical fidelity is going to be how they sort of differentiate this but you know there has not been really a good VR full-length game yet, has there? There's been sort of various novelty mm. things, but nobody's really done a full immersive VR full-length FPS-style game. True. If this is where they're going with Half-Life 3, that could be interesting. Yeah. And then but you... I will probably end up going and getting an Oculus Rift or something. <laughs> um, what else we got? Mindhunter Season 3 has been put on hold indefinitely. Mm-hmm which is worrying. It's been what? Put on hold indefinitely. Oh. Yeah, I know. I don't like that. And that's what Netflix tends to do before they just say, that's not coming back. Well, you know. So good, though. Um, Last podcast on the left news, Duncan. I thought I'd swing this in there. They've signed a deal with Spotify. They will be moving exclusively to Spotify from next year. Uh, That absolutely sucks balls. Uh Uh-huh. The whole point of podcasts is it's like an open format. Yep. That is a dick move. Yeah, so they signed with Spotify because they were on... um, (laughs) They were on... um, Oh, God. They were on their own network and you could get them. They they were on... um, God, what's the... um, Aqua Teen Hunger Hunger Force. Oh, Adult Swim. They were on Adult Swim, that's right. When you say they'll be on, do you mean you'll literally only be able to get their podcast through Spotify? Yeah, and Patreon. That is shit. I think so. I mean, I I completely get why they're doing it, and I'm sure if if Spotify was to come along and offer us the same amount of money, we wouldn't have many qualms about taking it. We are available on Spotify, by the way. That is going against 
why podcasts became so popular in the first place. So the plus it's an open format. The plus side is currently you can't get every episode on like iTunes and Spotify. You can get every episode. Mm-hmm. So like the early episodes, you'll be able to listen to on Spotify. But yeah, from next year, you'll only be able to listen to it on Spotify or their Patreon. Yeah, I, I have mixed feelings about this. Do you want podcasts to go the way of streaming TV, where it's fragmented and you have to have like remember what podcast is on what service and have multiple subscriptions to them? Also, do you want podcasts? Do you want to be able to get podcasts based on who they've done a deal with mm. in general? Which I suppose is pretty much what you were just saying, actually. But yeah, I, I always thought the point of podcasts was it was kind of the wild west in terms of things. Like you can, you can. Um, do say pretty much anything, shit, fuck, cunt, book, cunt balls, for example, like I just did, mm-hmm. um, and and it, it's it's relatively unregulated. As soon as you start having uh, the larger podcasts uh, sign deals with the likes of Apple or Spotify, that's when it becomes a bit tougher. Yeah, to but so it's just like anything. Yeah, much like earlier days of the internet or indeed the actual wild west itself it, yes. do, it doesn't stay that way forever nope but i don't know I, I, it, something just doesn't sit they... right about about that yeah i, I agree when did they announce that is that this i week. haven't actually seen it yeah yeah this week i thought i'd bring it up because i think it's actually quite interesting but it's not good i think you're massive i mean i'll still listen to it i love the podcast but Oh, that's a shame because mm. I listen to it on Podcast Addict. I yeah. usually just download an episode and uh, delete it. So, mm. um, okay, well, you know, it, that is what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't always like using Spotify for podcasts. It's great. All the best podcasts are on Spotify, <laughs> uh, including Too Much Time on Our Hands. Isn't the Gridiron? Are the Gridiron? Yeah, the Gridiron. The, yeah, the Gridiron Gentlemen. They're also on Spotify as well. Like, so. I don't use Spotify to play my podcasts from, no. and I don't want to. No, and there are plenty of people who aren't Spotify users who are I big just, podcast listeners. I just use iTunes, so it's just easy. Well, yeah, like, my, I, I imagine pretty much because they sorted out the the podcast app, didn't they? Yeah, the, the podcast massive, app is really good. Well, it, it was pretty shit a little while ago. The podcast app is better than it was. Last, it's still not great. Last time I had an iPhone, it was abominable, and it started going, oh. We've got a recommended episode for you. I want the next fucking episode of the one I was listening to, you dick. So our they, star- fi- they fixed all that, didn't they? Our Starfinder podcast. I wanted to see who else had done Starfinder podcasts. Mm. Um, turns out there's quite a few, but but um, they <laughs> when you when you search it, pretty much everything on there had nothing to do with Starfinder. And I download and subscribe to a Starfinder podcast, and also. I've recorded a Starfinder podcast, so <laughs> surely they should have at least come up. But yeah, it, it's still not great, so maybe I should should just stick to Spotify. But that's not the point. So you know, you you use the channel you want to get your podcast, and you have them all come into the same right. thing. Yeah. If you're an Apple, if you're an iPhone user, you almost certainly use iTunes because yeah, yeah. it is very well integrated. Yeah. If you use an Android, there's a bunch of apps out there. Google's own podcast app is actually pretty good now. Yep. I use one called Dogcatcher. There's yep. all sorts of them out there. That, so, yeah. so here's the thing with Spotify. Okay, you can listen to it for free, obviously, um, and you get lots of ads, or you do what probably we we all do, which is pay a subscription mm-hmm. to Spotify. Um, I mean, obviously, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. 
it's it's just like well hang on podcasts on spotify don't earn any income listening listening to spotify without a premium account is shit yeah yeah um mm. But I'm trying to work through, I think, a thought process more for those who have a Patreon. Yeah. Because, I mean, does that, if if last podcasts have signed an actual exclusivity deal with Spotify, that means they're going to get uh, income from Spotify. Yeah. And I, I wonder, does that mean that we're going down the route of people get a bit of 0. 0.00 whatever of a pence every time? someone listens to their podcast yeah i mean, I, th- I think that is probably the case but i think the, the the most irritating part of it is that that podcast is now technically kind of behind a paywall now it's not technically it is yeah like it's the, the spotify app without the premium account is shit like it's <laughs> virtually unlistenable and it's not just a paywall yeah. either it's a it's a an application wall yeah you have to use spotify to get it yeah if it's just that Spotify were hosting it and you could subscribe in any yeah. podcast app and it was just full of adverts for Spotify, wouldn't be wouldn't be fair yet. enough. Yeah, but that's not the case. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, they've cited moral reasons as well behind it, like wanting to move away from Apple, wanting to move away from uh, Adult Swim, who've just been bought by Comcast. But Spotify call, calling it moral reasons is probably Spotify a bit of a stretch. Are owned by Facebook, aren't they? No, isn't is that not them? No. Who, who owns Spotify? I think they're Spotify and Spotify. Or just they're on. They're I, don't, I don't think they have a bearing company. They're definitely not owned by Facebook. Oh really? Okay, yeah. that's right. Then. Facebook own WhatsApp and Instagram, and that's that's it. And Facebook so own WhatsApp. I honestly didn't know that. Are you take seriously? You've got your. I'm taking the piss face. No, right? I'm not. I, I honestly no, didn't no, know yeah, that. They, they do own WhatsApp. I knew they own Instagram, but yeah. Okay then. They've just rebrand. Facebook have just done a big rebrand. Yeah. So the Facebook corporate entity is trying to rebrand yes because they're, they're cunts right this is the thing they're yeah. trying to detoxify and they're leaning much more on the fact so previously whatsapp and instagram have very much maintained their own branding yeah, yeah. but now you're going to start seeing in the apps it will say whatsapp from facebook and instagram from facebook because basically they're trying to remind everyone oh we, we know you all hate facebook but you yeah. like whatsapp and instagram don't you that's us guys yeah but people are going off instagram now as well yeah because they are, well, greed is the reason they're going off Instagram. So, I think yeah. the people who got into the whole influencers thing in a big yeah. way have realised that it's, you know, it's all complete bullshit. Oh, yeah. Starting to get turned off by it. Yeah, it's bollocks. Mm-hmm. Like, when it was just, here's a picture of my food or my cat, there was something a little that's, bit that's honest all, about it. That's all it. my Instagram is, because all the yeah. people I follow are like, you two and the rest of our friends. <laughs> well, it's, it's really nice. <laughs> Next, then, Google Stadia launched. It did. Not very well. <laughs> People are having problems with it. Of course they are. Yes. So for starters, here's the stuff that it didn't launch with. The achievement system, uh, Steam, Stream Connect, State Share and Crowd Play, Family Sharing, Buddy Pass, the Stadia controller <laughs> won't have come with some of the, the, found, the, some of the packs that were sent out. Uh, and they had a total of, what, nine games, I think, released on it. We, I think we talked about that last week, because uh, yeah. Tom discussed why didn't they didn't just announce it as the Tomb Raider trilogy, and the response was, because then they'd only have nine games. Um, it's, it's really interesting. It is the future, but uh, you're going to have to see how this is going in a year or so. Yeah, I agree. 
It's not looking good. It's not. Looking well, it's good. only. I mean, how long has it been going for? Like a week. Yep. Yeah, I, 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 I'm glad I'm not an early adopter of Google Stadia. Let me put it that way. I think this is like it's not just a new console. This is an entirely new way of playing games. So if you are an early adopter, I think you had to have a reasonable level of expectation on that this. this was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get the bragging rights of being an early adopter, but it is not going to be a seamless, trouble-free experience. No. But you saw everyone singing their praises after E3 when they were handed a controller with incredible internet speeds and uh, mm. and set up to succeed in a situation to succeed, basically. Whereas, uh, obviously, that's not reality. Particularly in yeah. this country where... E3 never has been. No, no, definitely not. So, yeah, yeah. It's going to be big in places like South Korea. Yeah, where, I hope so. Where, like, practically everybody has, compared to us, insanely fast broadband yeah. and fibre optic. Yeah, we're a bit shit for that. We're very shit for that. Yeah. Um, that's about it. That's the news. Yes. Wrapped up neatly, kind of. Uh, if you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter. It's just uh, too much time on our hands. Or TMTOH. Why do I say too much time on our hands? That's the name of the podcast. On Instagram, it's TMTOH as well. And that's about it. We'll be back a couple of minutes for us, but a couple of maybe a day or two for you. Irrelevant, irrelevant. Yeah. Keep going. Talking about the expanse, isn't it? Mm. Whoop. Thanks. And uh, let's uh, let's cue the music. Just, just finish it, Dan. Just cue finish the music. It. Just I, I just, just did. I just have did. The confidence to just end it decisively. Let's cue the music. Let's cue the music. Well, I do. I'm doing it now. <laughs> Tom's not here. I get to do it. <laughs> Russ, do you want to? Do you want to say it? No. Okay, cool. There we go.